I have what doctors would call <laughs> a shoe fetish. Yes, you do. I have an Elizabeth shoe fetish. You're not alone. You've got the Karate Kid, her film debut. You're the best. As Allie. Yep. You can do it. I, uh, man, it's just so hard to pick one shoe. <laughs> you just want a pair every time that you put them on. All right, anyways, after that, Adventures in Babysitting. You go from Adventures in Babysitting to Cocktail. Then we've got the Back to the Future 2 and 3. Max, which Elizabeth shoe do you think I picked? It's pretty easy. Adventures in Babysitting. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's so, yes. It's my dream 80s date starts with me being that college guy at the bar, and I'm there to help. I'm just, yeah. I'm a helper. <laughs> I wasn't looking for a date. I was hanging out with the guys and just trying to be respectful, and everybody's running around with a playboy thinking that it's her, and I'm like, no, no, no. Don't, don't be that guy. Be better than that. See, she makes the men around her better. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakoshay, darling, Dakoshay. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, do you know what the average cost of a first date is? Six bucks. So pre-COVID, $77. Now for a guy like you, you were going on what? Two or three first dates a week? That's like 200 bucks a week, 800 bucks a month, almost 10K a year. It adds up. To all of our friends and listeners who are single and ready to mingle, you got to have a good mortgage. Sonic Loans is ready to get you into the best percentage out there for your mortgage or your refi. Charlie and his team want you to find love and at $77 a date, you're going to need their help to afford it. 15-year, 30-year adjustable, whatever fits your social needs, Sonic can do. Don't be left alone on Valentine's Day. Call Sonic. Isn't that sad? Call Sonic <laughs> Loans. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you and start saving your money so that you can go on your dream date, just like we're going to talk about today. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. 
Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com and for a free consultation, call 248-595-0001. Max, today's episode is all about our 80s dream date, but what is the opposite of a dream, Max? A nightmare. You got it. Sure, at first, it's all kissing Jake Ryan over your sweet 16th birthday cake, but in the blink of an eye, you could be in a boiler room with Kruger cutting you up like a sweet 16th birthday cake. Jesus. <laughs> And when love turns to danger, you'll need an attorney. Who turns into a birthday cake? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Mary, you're going to need an attorney like Ian to protect your contracts, real estate, and business from that bunny boiling lunatic who will not be ignored. (laughs) Efficient, aggressive, Ian and his team are ready to be in your corner as you put yourself out there in this terrifying dating scene. Reach out to Ian, tell him that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and good luck with love. (laughs) Today's episode, 80s Dream Date. After three weeks of nothing but Top Gun, we felt it was time to explore our more sensitive side. The ladies of the 80s truly captured our hearts. With hundreds of love stories that include first dates, first kisses, and special moments, it's not easy to pick a favorite. So instead of picking one, we'll smash them all together and see what we get. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we'll handpick our favorite crushes, first dates, moments, and kisses and create our 80s Dream Date. I'm Mo Shapiro. And joining me as always, the farmer Ted to my Sam, Max Sanders. And with that, let's make a date. So can I have your underwear? Are you going to show it to everybody in the bathroom? And To John Cusack. I'm going to tag him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> this is Moe's underwear? <laughs> yeah. This is... Uh, I bet he gets that a lot. Moe's underwear? <laughs> no, people with underwear just being like, hey, look what I got. <laughs> it's hard being John Cusack. Max. What? Welcome to the show. Hi. Do you feel a little bit emotionally drained from our three-week... Top, no. Top Gun sabbatical. I've actually, I've thought about Top Gun tattoos that I want to get. Oh so boy. I got two good options. I got one where it's like a big circle and on top it says Val is my pal. And it's little like kind of Funko Pop versions of Iceman, the Batman, like, you know, when he was Batman forever. No, I didn't know that. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, I didn't say, I meant. And Chris Knight from Real Genius. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Or toddler version of Tom Cruise with his little Maverick uh, helmet on and he's got a tin can on a string and there's a little baby goose with a mustache on it and he's saying, talk to me, goose. <laughs> Isn't that cute? It's Max. Which one do you like better? Val's my pal. I lost. I lost you. I was I was gazing in your eyes and thinking about my dream date <laughs> and I completely just dozed off. On I do have saying. very feminine eyes. You do. Well, some people would say you've got Pete Davidson eyes. <laughs> well, no, like the color, the inside, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. saggy, eye, saggy yeah, exterior. Yeah, you do look rough. Uh, I don't. I just look tired. You do look tired. I, I'm excited about this episode because you constantly are challenging me to get outside of my comfort zone. And this is actually one of my ideas. And I don't know where it came from because I'm not in a particularly loving mood yeah. recently. Like our intros for the for the commercials, <laughs> bananas. We're all very dark. I'm in a dark place. I don't know why. I gave you 90 ideas, and I asked you, "What do you think?" And you literally just come back. This is what we're doing. Yeah, 80s dream date. So there you go. Well, it is it is in my genre. You do enjoy this kind of stuff. I do. So to our listeners, don't forget follow us at Buzz in the Tower on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all social media. Uh, check us out on. Apple podcast. You can subscribe to us there. You can also leave a review Spotify. You can follow us and leave five stars. Max, am I forgetting anything? Our Patreon, patreon.com slash buzz in the tower. The best way to support Max and his tattoo dreams. I can't, uh, I can't allow Max to make these kind of expenses unless we get more Patreon money. I'll get, I'll get someone's name tattooed on me for like a hundred, no thousand bucks. 
A thousand bucks? Yeah, I'll get your name tattooed. No, on me. go ten thousand. Ten thousand? Yeah. No, but I want like a lot of people. <laughs> you got to you got to hook up. So you want ten people? <laughs> yeah. All right, Max. Do I get any of this since I, it's on our show? I'll get your name tattooed on me. I don't want my name. I just want like a cut of the money. I already have my friend's name, John Smith, tattooed on me. Oh, there you go. Hi, John Smith. Yeah. Why? When did you get John Smith's name tattooed? On I was you? bored in Chicago before brunch, and there was like an hour wait. And there was a tattoo parlor next door, so I was like, "Get his name tattooed on me." You don't know that? Oh, man. I got a man on a trampoline on my hand. I see. I've he seen jumps. That. I know he does. <laughs> boing boing boing. I have to tell you, I uh, I've got some tattoo ideas. I really do want to get more tattoos. I only have a couple. I like the Muppets, or what are you doing? I already have a Muppet tattoo. I thought you were gonna, like Back to the Future. What are we thinking? Yeah, you know that's what my brother-in-law got. You know that story, don't you? No. Austin for his twenty-first birthday. Yeah. Him, me, and then his older brother Matthew, and my buddy Josh. We all went to Vegas, and we took him to like one of like those really nice tattoo places that's like inside of one of the casinos. Mm-hmm. And he is the biggest Back to the Future fan in the world. So he was contemplating what he wanted to do. And I'm a big minimalist tattoo fan. And he got this incredible flux capacitor tattoo. That's really cool. really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's simple. And he's moving back into town, so we have to go more tattoos. Good. All right, Max, enough of tattoos, enough of this nonsense. Let's talk. Let's talk turkey. What girl would you get tattooed on? No, that's, that's a great <laughs> ah. question. My wife, of course, or one of my daughters. <laughs> but if not them. Uh, we, when I get married, I'm getting the ring tattooed on me. Of course you are. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? At the ceremony, I think. Oh, Jesus. Max, come on. Focus. Sorry. Focus. Sorry. 80s dream date. Mm. I think the dreamiest of all girls are from the 80s. So how much of this do you think that it's just developmental? So like at the age in which I was discovering women and starting to have crushes yeah. is when I was watching this movie. So, or these movies, yeah, I should say. For, for you, you it would be different, right? Yeah, for me, it's different. But these girls are just so iconically, like I picture the posters. Yeah. I picture... I don't know. There was just something kind of more iconic because there was less media out there. There was less like, oh, specifically, I'm going to look at A24 movies and horror movies, and this is who I'm really into. Back then, it was kind of more of a monoculture, so you felt kind of connected to more people. I think you're right. I think the other part of it, too, is that there's still a great deal of mystery to who these people were in real life. Yeah, you so just know them as the characters. Exactly. So whatever they were in the movie is what they were. Like, you, doesn't you didn't Elizabeth have 20... seem like the nicest person? Just can can of the... we not talk about Sorry. her right away, Sorry. please? I mean, I don't even use... It don't, is I, Tuesday. I, I, don't, don't, don't let her name... <laughs> Leave your mouth. You Sorry. don't have the right to talk about her. Okay. So we we have some serious crushes on some 80s actresses, and we have this kind of developed idea of what the perfect 80s date would be. So the whole episode is us, and it's not even a debate. You have yours, I have mine, but it's us picking, number one, who's the girl going to be? Who's the lucky lady that we're taking on this date? Who's our hardest crush that we have from the 80s? And what movie are we thinking her from? It can't be a, a generalized. It's got to be from a specific Yeah, it's movie. the character. So then after that, what do you do on an 80s date? You go out to dinner or you go to the roller rink. But we'll or say, you we'll kill say her. Dinner, or you kill her. That's a horror movie. <laughs> so it's a horror movie, hopefully. <laughs> so there are all these great dinner scenes that exist in 80s movies. So we, we pick the girl and then what dinner scene do we love from an 80s movie that we would take this date on? Then, of course, after dinner, you've got, I, I don't have a good name for this. It's the party, activity, dance, kind of this event yeah, yeah. that that exists. Mostly it's What in, non-eating activity? It's it's mostly teen rom-coms that you see it in. But not always. Not always. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, a little <laughs> teaser, if you will. You can have romance in adult situations. Well, I mean, would going to the lab with a duck and trying to get into an interdimensional portal considered, uh, would that be an event? Yeah. yeah. That's a huge event. And I Tim Robbins you. is there, I too. Thank you so much. <laughs> so then after that party, that activity, that dance, you have something called the moment. This magic moment now i don't want to confuse the moment with the last category the last quick the last quackadory (laughs) that's quacktastic (laughs) the last category is the kiss the kiss and the moment 
can be the same, but for our purposes, we're separating them. So I need a moment that is not the kiss. Yeah. And then at the end, we wrap it up, we put a little bow on it, and we say, this date, this dream date that we had, it's going to end with this kiss. Which is our favorite kiss? And there's some very obvious answers. There's some not so obvious answers. My gut tells me that you are going to be all over the map. (laughs) I'm super like generic, and I know what I like, and I have a feeling you're going to get wacky and weird. I was surprised. It's like looking at a mirror of yourself. You're like, oh, that's not great. No, you're weird. I mean, (laughs) you're super weird. Yeah. What episode did we just do when you talked about how like you have a fetish for women that control big dogs? Oh, flash dance. Yeah, oh, God bless America. You are, yeah, you're, I don't know. It's not. It's your thing, I guess. It's your thing. So guys like feet. I like. <laughs> I only have. I only have one rule. We both have backups in case we accidentally select what the other person picked. Yep. So I only have one rule. I'm going first. <laughs> okay. On this one. Yeah. Because if you take who I want, my breath away, I will break your neck. <laughs> Kelly McGillis. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> The, the chemistry she's just <laughs> oozing oh man i i, I don't she's want, pretty peeved about this movie she should be peeved. Yeah, she is she, she should, should be, be really upset yeah, yeah. because she should look at that movie and be like this is what i could have done if i was not the worst she's not even the worst i'm being so mean it's just she has no she chemistry with tom cruise i know <laughs> you love bringing up witness but jennifer conley is your living example she's of really what can good. happen when you actually have great chemistry all right max so i'm gonna start once i pick a movie mm. that movie's gone for me once i pick an actress on the first one that's gone for both of us. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. Are we ready to dance? I'm nervous. You should be nervous. Yeah. And I, I, want, I want to hear your philosophy behind each pick. Oh, don't worry. That You will hear my okay, philosophy good. behind each pick. Good. Let me get a sip of water real quick. Hold on. Spray on that cologne <laughs> and let's do this. Max, have you ever listened to Buzz in the Tower? I have. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've listened Go to an on. episode or two. You know a couple things. You know, one, I hate you. Like, I get more emails about, like, why does Mo hate Max? Makes me more lovable. So it I does. I, yeah. You play the victim better than anyone else I've ever met in my life. What else am I supposed to do? I hate you. <laughs> God, I hate you. But you also know something else. You know someone I love. Is it involved with shoes? I have what doctors would call <laughs> a shoe fetish. Yes, you do. I have an Elizabeth shoe fetish. You're not alone. I'm not. Max, I... I love her. Like I'm in love with her and yep. it's tough because my wife is a wonderful woman and I would never, she, she kind of looks like her a little bit. I would never want to hurt Trish and her. She's so important to me. She means so much to me, but I would leave her immediately if Elizabeth shoe called me. So if you're listening, says, should I cut that out? Probably we'll do that. We'll take care of that in post. I'll probably, no, she's that. not listening. Yeah, that's Trish. That's right. My wife doesn't, yeah. I bet you Elizabeth shoe would listen to my podcast. Uh, so no. which shoe are you going to pick? Just you calm down. Okay. Yeah. Take your time. We, this is, we're, Spread doing, out. Sh- make sh- a meal. we're doing some shoe talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First, let's start with this. Her smile. Let's start with what I have to pick from. Yep. I mean, she's in a bunch of stuff, but let's be honest, what I would really pick her from. The bangers. You've got The Karate Kid, her film debut. You're the best. She, obviously, she was in some Burger King commercials before that. She really good Burger King before commercials. That. Really good commercials, but uh, the, Made me cr- hungry. the Karate Kid as Allie. Yep. You can do it. I, uh, man, it's just so hard to pick one shoe. <laughs> you just want to pair every time that you... Put them on. All right. Anyways, after that, you move from the Karate Kid to Adventures in Babysitting. You go from Adventures in Babysitting to Cocktail, and then we've got the Back to the Future two and three. And I got to tell you, not in the eighties. I know. I know. You I need know. to stop. I do always do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, just in the eighties. That's all we need to care about. Yep, those are the prime ones. So I just want I want to go on record, just in case I don't know a restraining order gets filed against me at some point. I think you're good. You're being very polite. Well, my browser history is now <laughs> very, very deep with facts about Elizabeth Shue. So I want, oh, you want, I, want I, wanted, I wanted to learn a bit about her, you know, but I, I was afraid it would come off a little bit creepy, What's but I figured since we're like? talking about it, that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> I did find some really fascinating things about her. So do you mind if I share them? Yeah. Cause you know, now that I'd oh, love to hear some shoe facts. Okay. So here's some shoe facts. Her mother was a descendant of the famed pilgrim leader, William Brewster. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> you need to know about your history. You stuff. gotta know about your mother-in-law. In uh, 1985, Elizabeth Shue transferred from Wellesley College to Harvard. One semester short of her degree, she withdrew to pursue her acting career. She went back in 95 to complete her degree in political science at Harvard. Wow, smart cookie. Very smart cookie. By the way, one of the facts in here is so mind-blowing that I'm going to have to like take a deep breath and put an ice pack on my neck when I tell you it. because She's it, bald. It blew the doors off of my brain when I saw this. Fake it, teeth. It was unbelievable. As a teenager, and I think we've, I think you knew this. We talked about this. We talked about the Karate Kid. She was a tomboy. She was actually a really good soccer player. Yeah, like D1 quality. She was actually better than all the boys in the Karate Kid, which is funny because- Well, it's they, pretty easy to see. Daniel-san's kind of slacking. Yeah, well, well, he was 45 in that movie, too. <laughs> um, she was raised with three brothers, which, by the way, I think speaks to part of what I love about her. She has the personality of a girl who was raised with three brothers. Yeah, you like guys. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like a chill, yeah. like down to earth. Like, God, I love her so much. <laughs> All right, Max, are you ready for this? This is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Now, this may not be as big of a deal to you because of how old you are. Did you ever get into 90210? A little Shannon Dory, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever get into the spinoff from Melrose Place? Did you I ever did. Get into I Melrose did. Place? I should have. But. Okay, so Melrose Place was like a big deal. Yeah. For for my generation, growing up on 90210, it was like the next progression. It was, it was going from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. Yep. Okay. In Melrose Place, there's a character named Billy Campbell. And that's the character's name. That is Elizabeth Shue's freaking little brother. It just, it blows my mind because for years I've been in love with her. And for years I've known of this character on Melrose Place and I've never put the two together. Does he look like her? You can kind of see it. You I mean, handsome wig on him? Well, and... no, here's the thing. <laughs> when you're going to marry into the Shue family, yeah. you should know what all the brothers are doing. So I really fault myself for not knowing that that was him. But it, again, not as exciting for you, but I bet our fans are going to go nuts if they didn't know that already. You should write him a letter. I absolutely would. Here's something that you will appreciate. She was one of the final candidates for the female lead in Say Anything. Oh, that's cool. She and would've... she would have crushed Say Anything. She would have been better. I kind of think so. Cameron Crowe said that she did an amazing version of the graduation speech. So I don't know why she didn't get it. She would have been great for it. Yeah, I like that. Max, which Elizabeth should you think I picked? It's pretty easy. Avengers and Maybe. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's so, yes. It's the confident, but like also like caring and nurturing. And It's everything about her, like that. a little bit of damaged goods. She was dating a jerk. Yeah. So like my, my dream 80s date starts with me being that college guy at the bar and the girl shows up and she you got in your trouble and, and I'm there to help. I'm just, yeah. I'm a helper. <laughs> I wasn't looking for a date. I was hanging out with the guys and just trying to be respectful and everybody's running around with a playboy thinking that it's her. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't be that guy. Be better than that. See, she makes the men around her better. And, and and I thought, honestly, it was really, really close because Allie is fantastic. And then even in Cocktail, I mean, she's great in Cocktail. She is. And she's got a rich dad. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, it was tough to pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. A little I too know. excited about that. But in, in The Karate Kid, the reason that I, I kind of didn't, the fact that she dated Johnny has always bothered me. I get, He's a good looking Take cat. Cobra Kai out of it for a second because now I love Johnny. But at the time, like, you're kind of like, really? You make the mistake. You date the bad boy. Yeah, but she was already a senior. I, I don't know. In high school, you make a ton of mistakes. I made none. I crashed my car into a cop's car. Uh, you did a lot of things. So <laughs> I, yeah, I went with I went with Chris from Adventures in Babysitting. Loyal helps yeah. her best friend out. Who the the scene where she has her glasses knocked <laughs> off her and she's petting Terrifying. her rat is incredible. Adventures in Babysitting is a movie that we've not spent nearly enough time talking about on the show. I think we're saving it. Why? Why? I don't know. Why are we saving it? I don't know. We that, the opening dance scene yeah. is great. And then he kissed, kissed me. me. I mean, people love. I mean, we don't talk enough about Elizabeth Shue, which we now just I'm like about an it. hour into the, okay, Max, I'm you right. just spent 10 minutes. I'm on done. Shue, I'm yeah. done. So for our eighties dream date, I'm starting it off with obviously Elizabeth Shue. Everyone yeah. who knows me knew that that's who it was going to be. I will tell you though, Demi Moore was a close second for me from St. Elmo's. Nope. 
Okay, because that girl's a train wreck. One, one crazy summer. Oh, hippy dippy. Absolutely. I don't know. Want to save old people? Yeah. It's boring. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> she was exciting. What's what's cool about her? I I just liked her. She could sing. <laughs> I like you would she sing together. Sing. She would sing. We'd sing with each other. All right, Max. Who do you got? I'm. Sh- I can't wait for how weird this is going to be. I'm assuming it's yeah. something obscure that I won't even know. The gym manager from Armed and Dangerous. Of course. <laughs> she was also in that movie with John Ritter. Oh God, I can't remember what that's. Called. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's not. That's not what I'm doing. No, I, I assumed she could beat me up. She probably could manage a really big dog too. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't want to talk. Just about get it. your pick. Get okay. your pick. No, no. So I got. I'm curious though. I didn't. Well, no, no, no. You you broke down the psychology because you're just a shoe head. It's okay. So the, the psychology. <laughs> you're like, no, no. I want to talk more. If, since you insist. Yeah. It really just boils down to two things. Her look to me is not Hollywood. And let me explain what I mean by that. She doesn't look fake. She she looks very girl next door, down to earth. Yep. Like she has incredible natural beauty. Even now she's on the boys and she's still gore. I mean, she's, she's still on it. Gore- oh no, she was killed. But they yeah. like, they had a shapeshifter that came back and played. That her, was so weird. Came, yeah, it was super weird. <laughs> it hurts when I go it this long. Really, really <laughs> it's like, weird. oh God. That show, by the way, I haven't seen the new season, but I'm, I'm, not, told, I'm not ready for it. I've been I'm, told yeah. that it's like, it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and the other seasons are great. But even today, I mean, she is absolutely stunning. Oh yeah. Stunning. And she was gorgeous back then. So that's part of it. The other part of it, too, is that I like the idea of going on a dream date with someone who is not going to make me feel like I am way out of their league. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel you like don't she would make me flowers. feel that way. I'm not, I'm not a, like, I don't want to chase after Leah Thompson, like in some kind of wonderful, like I don't want to be going after the it girl and in adventures in babysitting. She's not the it girl. She's stuck babysitting a bunch of bratty kids while her boyfriend's out cheating on her. Like she's just an <laughs> average girl. Okay. And I like that. Yeah, I get it. All right. Yeah. That's the psychology. I like it. <laughs> Here we go. Now Aim low, Mo. Don't you say this. The shoe is low. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, what do shoes go on? The feet. Where are the feet? Low. <laughs> Depends. What if you're doing a handstand? Are you going to stay like that? <laughs> if For her, yes. I would. <laughs> All right, come on. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? So I kind of beautiful mind. I put up all the ex-girlfriends I had in pictures in my room. I was like, what do they have in common? And it's not much. (laughs) Like they're they're very, very different, but I found one thread. They're all very intelligent women that have hyper stressful jobs and they need like a break or respite from like their work life. And that's me. Because I mean I've dated three doctors, a surgeon, a high powered consulting firm operator. Uh, veterinarian and just uh, medical consultants. Yeah. And all of them have like post grad and a lawyer and uh, they all have post grad degrees. Right. So for me, I want intelligence. I want intensity. I want to be like the break. Right. Yeah. Cause my life's just jello. <laughs> just swimming through jello. Listening to you list off what your exes are is like staggering to me. Like you're, it's weird. You're basically the recreational drug of high powered women. Yeah. That's, I'll take it. That's that my, is the most Pete Davidson thing I've ever heard in my entire that's life. That's my lot in life. You've I, got Pete Davidson eyes. Yeah. So I went Holly Hunter, who played Jane Craig in Broadcast News. Okay. All right. So she's the producer of a news show in the 80s, and she's kind of dealing with William Hurt and Albert Brooks, who both kind of have a thing for her, but in different ways. William Hurt's the dreamboat, and Albert Brooks is kind of the funny guy. Sure. I picture myself kind of more of the Albert Brooks guy. Yeah. yeah. Duh. <laughs> you, you don't say. A Jew who's just neurotic and talks on the phone a lot. Yeah. Me. Uh, but she's stunning. She's really, really beautiful. But in kind of this classic, like, put together, she's wearing cashmere sweaters, got great eyebrows and great eyes, and just she's cute and smart as a whip. 
type. And she calls guys out on their BS. Right. And the cool thing about her in this movie is she can have fun. She can have drinks. She can be sexy. But it takes a while for her to get there. You have right. to unwind her from work, basically. Okay. Yeah. Does that not do it for you? Or no, nope, not at all. <laughs> this does absolutely nothing for me. Like, like, like when but she, again, this is you. Yeah. This is You and I are different people. Like in the beginning of the movie, when she gets off the phone and she just starts crying hysterically for 30 seconds, you know, just... <laughs> And then puts herself back together, goes to work and kicks butt. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of girl I want. All right. Yeah. That, that's your first date girl. Yeah. All right. I mean, she's traveling to like South America and doing real stuff. Like, I don't need to have morals because she's got the morals for us as a couple. That's a horrible thing to say. I don't know. You, you actually still have to have morals. Like, you can't just. I'm just team. I'm team Holly. <laughs> can't I just be a cheerleader for her life? You can do whatever you want. Yeah. It's a free country. I kind of like that about <laughs> this country. Uh, My backup was Lindsey Brigman from The Abyss. <laughs> That's a good pick. She's awesome. That's a really good I want to punch her chest. You know like, what? Live. I don't know why. She kind of a little bit looks like Selena. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Looks a little bit, not the same hair, but just in the face, like the thinness and longness to yeah, the face. Lucky yeah, lucky me. I know. Yeah. I've, I've always said that. <laughs> you outpunted your coverage with Selena. She looks like the mom from Mrs. Maisel. I've oh. never seen Mrs. Maisel. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah right, you got to check it out. Yeah. Okay, we've got our dates. We do. Yours is weird, but that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Mine, obviously, is the crown jewel of the of the Nile. You did good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no... I, I didn't even think that I needed to do this, that you would immediately <laughs> know it was true. All right, Max, that takes us to our second category, which is where are we taking these lovely ladies out to dinner? Delicious. You're first, because I went first. I am? Yeah. Okay. So you're up. So, okay, I'm going the dinner from Flashdance. The dinner from Flashdance. So Nick Hurley, her yep, boss. Her boss. Because she's a welder. Yep. With dreams of being in a yep. ballet school. Just a small town girl. On, on a, a Saturday, Saturday night. night. It could be a Saturday it night. It could be. Yeah. And he finally gets Jennifer Beale to go out with him. This is after she threw a brick through his window. Yeah. Because he thought, she thought. That I thought you were going to pick her as your crush. I didn't think you'd pick her as your dinner. So, I mean, the dinner. Do I get the experience of what's happening no, at the dinner? No, you are bringing Holly Hunter to this dinner. Oh. I mean, you get some of the experience can, of the dinner. Can she role play and be what? Sure. Okay. I mean, that's okay. Okay, cool. Because so Holly Hunter for me is going to be wearing a male tuxedo outfit. Like, and it's oversized. You're like, why are you wearing that? Right. And she's eating a lobster in the sexiest way I've ever seen. She's right. using her hands. Yeah. She's getting it all over her face. Yeah. And he, <laughs> You're so weird. And Nick asks, Nick asks her, and it's a fancy French restaurant. Nick asks her, like, want some of mine? Is your lobster any good? And he goes, she goes, no, I'm not hungry. It's terrible. And you're like, oh man, this this girl's too much for just about anybody. She's playing footsie with like satin black uh, leggings and all. Yeah. And then Nick's ex comes up and is like, oh, I can't believe you're on a date. You know, all that kind of stuff. And at that moment, Holly Hunter playing playing Alex Owens is going to pop the tuxedo off and wear like a Chippendales center part of the tuxedo with just the kind of bracelets on this, the cufflinks. Cufflinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm of the mind, I think if you're dating someone, you should not be jealous at all. Let them show off whatever they want. If they feel good in what they're wearing, don't be like, I can't believe you're wearing that. Are you like that or no? I, I don't know. I'm so lost right now because when you said Holly Hunter and now I'm trying to transpose her, <laughs> like I'm just glaring off into the distance trying to understand what you're doing right now, but that's okay. It's a fancy French restaurant and who doesn't want to tell off their ex by showing an unbelievably sexy, confident woman that you're with that doesn't miss a beat. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically if, if I'm reading this correctly, you want Holly Hunter yes. to go to a French restaurant with you yep. and show off to one of your ex-girlfriends that she's beautiful. Yeah. And saying like, I got him. He's my man. Got it. I can't say that what she actually said. Yeah. Because it's I, awesome. You have to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Woo. All right. I'm getting sweaty. No, that's Jesus. Max. I called it. I said it was going to be a weird day with you. Um, that was my most reasonable one. I'm going to start by telling you my backup dinner. 
<laughs> before I tell you my actual dinner. Okay. My backup dinner is from Splash. That was my backup too. Okay. Because that whole scene when Daryl Hannah <laughs> just is just eating the lobster and eating the shell of the lobster yeah. and acting like a mad woman. Yeah. That is, uh, for me... <laughs> Taking Elizabeth Shue out to dinner and having her rip through a lobster like that would be incredible. Be really cool. The one I picked is so outrageous. It's really borderline max outrageous. The what? one, I, the one I selected. Have you seen a little movie called Cocoon: The Return? No, I haven't yet. Oh, max, you've seen the first. Have you seen the first Cocoon? Yeah, I didn't know they came back. Yeah, cool. All the grandpas got all their their, uh, their, mojo. their, their mojo back, and uh, so in Cocoon: The Return, do you remember how Steve Gutenberg, who plays what's his name, Jack? The Goots. Remember how he falls in love with uh, a girl named Kitty? She's one of the uh, one of the aliens. I do remember that. So she's played by uh, Tani Welch. So Gutenberg convinces, I'll use their characters' names, Jack convinces Kitty to go out to dinner with them. And they also go to a fancy French restaurant. Very which 80s. I, something that's very 80s, right? Uh, Chez Louis yeah, from uh, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller Brewster's yeah. Millions. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's all yeah. fancy French restaurants. Yeah. Boy, they really cornered the market. In the 80s, that was like the Pierre de Res- Oh, Blues Brothers. Yeah. yeah. All fancy French restaurants. Yeah. It's like today, I would never I'd think steakhouse if I was like doing something fancy or or sushi. Yeah. I would not think back fancy. then it was like 96 or right. You know, I mean it wasn't the old 96. Yeah. <laughs> That'd, be that? That'd be great. Oh I'm so stupid. <laughs> You'd feel oh, very uncomfortable. Damn it. I'm I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Is Elizabeth Shue doing the 96 or no, I'm you? doing the okay. 96 or she's just watching me eat it and she's like, oh that's a guy. I like him. She'd totally be into it. You puke on her before you kissed her. So that's yeah. Gotta eat the fat and gristle too. He so, ain't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> what do I get if I can get a dessert down and me throwing some hats to the kids? You want Dan Aykroyd just cheering you yes, on? Yes, yes, I do. That'd be great. That'd be a great date. Yeah, yeah. but go go on. No, this sure. is ruined. You my my selection is ruined. So. <laughs> So Kitty and Jack are eating and they sit down and they have this fancy dinner. And when the alien bonds, it's the way they make love. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their essence leaves their body and like transfers doing into it at the, the other. Table? No. So listen, she has an alien allergic reaction to the food, mm-hmm. which makes her act like she just drank like a 24 ounce of Spanish fly and tequila. Yeah. So she's like drunk and very. And, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. She's not sloppy. No, she's just very like, you know. Yeah. She ate some oysters and deer meat. Yeah. It's good. It's actually pleasing to me. You think you're going to weird me out, you can't out. No, you're right. Playing weird chicken with you is a loss every time. You're never turning the wheel. It's not like in Footloose. I'm like harder. Faster. (laughs) Louder. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. So weird. Oh, this is a good way to follow up the Top Gun. Spit in my mouth. Okay, for God's sake, Max. All right. Anyways. So while this is all going on, Jack's like, yeah, we got to get out of here right now. And her little like essence fireball flies out of her and starts spinning around the room. It accidentally hits some guy who like immediately like his eyes roll back. and He's like, oh, my word. <laughs> so like, yes, that's my Elizabeth shoe date. I'd like to go out to dinner with her and, and have her have an allergic <laughs> reaction to something she eats and have her spirit bomb shot at me in the room. And she's an alien in this Yeah. That makes perfect. Easy with it doesn't make sense. I didn't think of eating the old 96er from the great outdoors, so I blew it, but... I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like any of the other parts of this one. And moving right along, let's go to... Uh, the let's party. A, you know, before we go to the party, let's take a quick break uh, to hear some words from our sponsors who will hopefully be less creepy than what you just did. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at wearedolby.com. Do you remember that song, Max and Selena sitting in the tree? 
K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then, then comes, comes marriage. marriage. You got it. You got it. Well, then comes Max and no, the baby. No, no, God, no. For God's sake. They should have said, then comes a house. I, I'm kind of surprised they left that out. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, right? Once you find love, you got to find the white picket fence. And Simon and his team are the premier real estate group of Southeast Michigan and ready to assist. Or Max, maybe it's not even the white picket fence. Maybe your dream date turned into a not-so-dream marriage. <laughs> And now, and now you got to move fast. <laughs> Simon and his team will sell your house, get the best offer, and you and your ex can go on your separate ways and live happily ever after away from each other. Make sure you tell Simon that Buzz in the Tower sent you and get ready to work with the best. $400 million in sales in 2021, 1,000 homes sold. They are the best real estate group to work with. They have the best agents, the best marketing department, and they are ready to help you get into your dream home or out of your nightmare. Reach out to Dobie. All right, Max. We uh, we're ready to hop into our next category, which is the the party, party! The, the event, the uh, the dance, the something. Yeah, the dance. Do you dance at dances? Uh, I, 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 I waited in the bathroom. I remember. I hated it. Yeah, I don't remember being much of a dancer. I can't dance. I think I danced more as I got older, but that's probably because I was like old enough to drink and I could feel comfortable <laughs> yeah, yeah. myself in high school. I Comfort don't juice. Dancing. Yeah, <laughs> good old confidence. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's a lot to pick from. You've got. The can't buy me love. Um, I mean, you know, would you want to be the anteater dancer? I even, uh, you know, what I considered doing. My one of my backups was the dance scene from Teen Wolf, only because I love that song where it's like the little voice thing. Like, I will be my one. I'm wearing the John Travolta suit. Oh, and the and the low budget example <laughs> of like staying alive. They couldn't even use the real music, yeah. so they just slowed down a version of it. That's so funny. Uh, but every movie has that that moment that crystallizes everything. Yeah. Um, and it's typically not when the love happens, but it's like the precursor to yeah. the emotional kind of connection, right? It's like in Speed when they're like, high stressful situations can lead to relationships that don't work. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> You know the movie, <laughs> the bus that couldn't, that slow, couldn't slow down. down. <laughs> oh, I love a good Simpsons reference. So I went with the party scene from Weird Science. Oh, okay. Because that is that is a epic, epic party scene. So you have to know up to this point. I've taken. I, I went out on the town with my friends. Yep. I went to a bar. I saw a beautiful young lady who resembled someone from a Playboy magazine. Who's Chris? She's a babysitter. I swooped in, saved her from the situation, took her out to dinner. She had a horrible allergic reaction to what she was eating and became very... <laughs> and then I took her out of that restaurant immediately and she calmed down. I'd heard there was a big house party that Devo was going to be attending. That's in the extra content. That's, I, that was deep okay. cut. Okay. A little yeah. behind the scenes. Gary and, and also w- Vernon Wells is there. I, well, yeah, right? <laughs> but by the way, th- th- just to give you a sense of how important the party is, 43 minutes into the movie is when the party starts yep. and 33 minutes after that is when it ends. Wow. Roughly. Yeah. So like a third of the movie. I rewatched the party scene, just the party scene in preparation for this podcast. And it is a wild party. Lots of food. For those who don't remember, Lisa knows that in order to get Gary and White out of their shell and have them not be the social pariahs that they are, she's got to throw a party. So there's things leading up to it. I mean, I'm not going to get into a weird science conversation, but when she talks with Gary's parents and she's like, yeah, we're going to take the little buggers to a party, run around in your underpants. It's wild. Yeah, it's wild. And then uh, Wyatt's grandparents show up and she freezes them and puts them inside of a blue closet Closet. or something. She she turns everything blue at some point. I also love that the beginning of the party uh, that Gary and Wyatt 
run upstairs. Wyatt has like irritable bowel syndrome and he takes does. a huge crap. <laughs> and the two girls that they're in love with come in there. So is Olivia Shue Lisa in this or is she one of the two I'm girls? I'm not sure. I think she's one of the two You got to make a call. I'm going to make the call. The I blonde? Yep. Yeah. She, yeah, she, so Elizabeth Shue's the blonde yep. and I am definitely Gary. Yep. Uh, played by Anthony Michael Hall. It makes more sense. Which by the way, the uh, just a reminder, fun little fact, that the reason that the National Lampoon movies cycle all the children in and out of each of movie science? is because of weird science. Because Anthony Michael Hall did not do European vacation so they could do weird science instead. It's a good choice. Uh, if he had stayed with his 80s is unassailable. Don't you do it. All right. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I apologize. Thank you. Thank you for putting me in my place. So this party is just wild. Lisa's using all of her tricks and magic and they're hiding and while they're hiding everybody's having a great time and then she knows that she's got to spice things up and then you have this incredible crossover to Mad Max Yep. and Vernon Wells to your point shows up and drags them they punch through the wall and pull him through the wall make fun of them and they snap and show their toughness and stick up for the girls they have their wonderful kind of kiss moment which I won't that's that's not my kiss that's moment. later yeah but the party itself like I feel like I like it I feel it, like it's a wild party it's unique yeah it's, it's not, something different it's not like I'm on my dream date with Elizabeth Shue and I just poisoned her yeah. and made her <laughs> so like I gotta do something to one up you, that you just wanna have fun at this yeah. point yeah girls just wanna have fun with me Ooh, that's a good one maybe. you wanna go on a dancing show with Sarah Jessica yes, Parker yes I do 100% I would like that too she was great in that movie she, she was very highly underrated the movie. guy in that movie what happened to him uh, nothing I know he was good uh, he was in Fast Times too right Jonathan Silverman was good in that <laughs> All right, Max. What? That's my selection. Are you ready? Yes. What, do you, what do you got for your party event? I don't think you've seen this movie. Uh oh. I saw. I, I literally went to IMDb like a week ago sure. and looked up most underrated movies of the 1980s, and this was number four. Okay. Something wild. Melanie Griffith. Yes. I've not seen it, but okay. I am familiar with and it. And it's Jeff Daniels. It's our boy. I, I anything except being uh, what's his name <laughs> yeah. from Terms of Endearment. Flap. Flap. <laughs> I don't even like to say his name. It like pains me to think of him in Terms of Endearment. It's directed by Jonathan Dem. That should be a name you know. No. Nothing. Your f- your favorite movie of all time. He directed Goonies. It. No. Goonies. What's the one you imitate the most? Predator. No. Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All good. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, oh, all right, it. all right. I didn't know you directed Silence of the Lambs. How do you not know the director? It's of Nineties movie. I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the plot of this movie is a free spirited woman kidnaps quote unquote a yuppie Charlie played by Jeff Daniels for a weekend of adventure. Does she put him in a in a Oboulier. Remember, remember when I learned the word from the labyrinth for a pit? Oh, since yeah. he, since he, but it's not a boulier. I can't remember what it's a called. Boulier. It's whatever it is. It's a, a It's a pit yeah. that you no. hold him in. So, well, <laughs> he's at lunch, him being me now. Yes. And you're at lunch. I decide I'm not going to pay the bill. Right. I'm just going to play cool, walk out, and she's going to call me on it. And then she's going to take me to her car, this funky 1974 Datsun 260Z. Really cool car. Sure. Bright green. Okay. It's got the weird interior with like the furry uh, steering wheel and all that kind of stuff. She's got bracelets all over her arms. She kind of just changed personalities right now because this is not this is not producer Holly Hunter. This is having a good time, Holly Hunter. You got to stop saying that. It throws me off because I forgot it's Melanie Griffith, but you're moving your pick into there. I got you. It's okay. You told me to do this. Easy now. <laughs> Easy. So she says she's going to drop him off at work. She lies. She's driving to Jersey. And she robs a liquor store for like 700 bucks, walks out casually, goes to a motel, knocks over the motel sign with the car, just leaves it there, takes me in the motel, puts handcuffs on me for reasons we're not going to talk about. But for the rest of the date, I'm going to have one handcuffed on my hand (laughs) just for the day. Like I have to shake people's hands. I have a handcuff on my hand. All right. So this is wild for me being a yuppie like I am. And so the car gets towed. She uses the liquor store cash to buy a new car, 
with no insurance. She's just like, you know, I want another car. And then we go to a thrift store and buy a 1950s style, uh, like kind of leave it to beaver dress and suit. And we go meet her mom and she pretends I'm her husband. And she uses a different name. She's been using the name Lulu all day. She apparently is Audrey. I didn't even know that. So Holly Hunter is just a liar. And then we go to our- Melanie high- Griffith, for those who are listening. Yes. And then we go to our high school reunion where I pretend to be her husband. And we have that dance where it's like, I'm a nerd, but I'm finally relaxed. Yeah. And I get the kind of like, it's, it not, it's not good dancing, but yeah. it's confident dancing. Yeah. A couple drinks in you. Yeah. It looked like Dumb and Dumber kind of actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's, I mean, it's a wild ride. I'm not expecting it. And Holly kind of just took me for a loop. And also if you- if you haven't seen this movie, Ray Liotta, it's his best performance besides Goodfellas. Really? It's This movie gets weird afterwards. Yeah, yeah. He's the ex-husband of- It sounds like very bad things. <laughs> kind of, yeah. He's the ex-husband, ex-cop, who's uh, just fresh out of jail, who still wants Audrey back. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. But well, I'll have to watch it. It's really uh, fun. I, I can't pass judgment on this being a weird pick because I haven't seen the movie, but I am familiar with the movie. I, I want a little danger. It. All right. Danger Will Robinson. A Max that takes it to me, I believe. Uh, no, that's not. It's me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So the moment. The moment. So the moment, the, the moment, all these can overlap, but for the purpose of our dream date, the moment is that one moment that takes place in the movie where you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, yes, I this love is this great. Moment. This is, this is fantastic. It's uh, the core memory thing. This, yeah. This it's is, just the, it's the one thing that when you walk away from the movie and you're like, oh, that was great. Yeah. But it can't be the kiss. Can the first kiss be in there? First kiss is different than the kiss. The kiss is not always the... Oh, the first kiss so is not always the kiss. Okay, I thought the kiss was the first kiss. No. This is the cement kiss? like no. where. It- so the moment isn't necessarily a kiss. Yeah, yeah. And for our purposes, since we're doing a category called kiss, we shouldn't make the moment a kiss. Got it. Make sense? Yep. Does that screw you up? No. Then why are we talking about it? Because I had two different ones. Unbelievable. Same movie. Can you pull it together? Snap out of it. Oh, uh, you went with Moonstruck. Yeah. This movie's magical. They what's your What's your moment, though? They don't make movies like this. What's your, what, I want to know what your moment is. At the very end of the kitchen table. The, which, the slap? No, no. <laughs> that's not. No. <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's fun. Is but, that, that could be a moment. Yeah, but no. Now you're going to be all flustered. Okay, I'm so, sorry. Okay. Jesus. Tell, tell your story. <laughs> tell your truth. <laughs> so they're at the kitchen table with Cher's whole family, and Nick Cage is there, and Danny Aiello comes in. He's like, I can't marry you. I'm, I'm going to need the ring back. And Nick Cage, right then and there... Just get doesn't get on his knee, grabs the ring and says, will you marry me? And like her whole family's kind of just swooning and, and he tears up and she goes, yes, Ronnie, in front of all these people, I will marry you. And the mom goes and the mom goes, no, she says, do you love him, Loretta? And he, she goes, Ma, I love him awful. And she goes, oh, God, that's too bad. And like everyone pops champagne, and the grandpa is crying. And they go, Grandpa, why are you crying? He goes, I'm very confused. It's it's such a sweet that's moment. That's yeah, your moment. It is. I get it. Yeah. Um, there's really only one moment ever in any 80s movie that we should ever talk about. An opposite a gentleman? Well, that's a really good one. Yeah. Damn it. That's a, there's only two moments that we really ever should talk about. Love I like your lift bit. us up where, where we belong. belong. I thought of one more good one. Okay. Overboard. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, Arturo. Katarina. Oh my God. That's great. How did we not think of that? I thought, oh, I just did. Yeah. How did I, how did I not throw Goldie Hahn in there? I don't know. Han, Hans Gruber, <laughs> Han, Goldie Hahn. Oh man. That's a great one. Uh, so what do you got? I don't know how there's any other one for me. This is it. Okay. The Cameron Crowe classic. Say anything. The boombox. She doesn't fall for him in that moment. No, but, that's, but it's a moment. It's a critical, critical moment. So think about what this moment is, okay? I feel like this has ruined a lot of girls' lives after this. No, 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 no. Because a lot of guys do it. It only the- it only really ruined people, Peter Gabriel's life uh, in your <laughs> eyes. But the, 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 other than that, like, he's not like, uh, what's his face, who hates 
danger zone. Loggins. Loggins, that bastard. Uh, no, I mean, look, like Lloyd Dobler, played by John Cusack. Perfect. Is the perfect guy. Yes, he is. And he goes out on a limb and he asks out Iona Sky, who plays Diane Court. And they have this relationship. They lose their, I guess they lose their virginity to each other. She for sure loses her virginity. I don't know if it's implied that he does as well. They're both shaken. The first night that they make love in his car on the radio is, in your eyes. I mean, that's, I am that's complete. Yeah, that, please don't say. What? You're ruining it you for me. You are so sweet. You're ruining this for sweet. me. You're ruining it. Please stop. So, <laughs> in your eyes. Just get it out of your system. You, you, the, the past, the future, in your eyes. I, my car oh, I want to be in your eyes. I want to touch the. Na, na, na. I'm done. Oh, just a ball of dust <laughs> underneath that? your wings. What is this? It's not freaking cheap trick. I can oh, tell you that right okay. now. <laughs> or lover boy. I screwed it up again. I want to rock. Yeah. Do, do, do. I'm a goofy goober. Max. <laughs> All right. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Her father is being indicted for tax fraud and all types of horrible things. Again, this is like frozen orange juice. I don't know what he did wrong. <laughs> Under $10,000. Something. He did something wrong. And, Steal from old people. And he selfishly doesn't like that his daughter is moving away from him emotionally. So he sabotages her relationship and suggests that she break things off with Lloyd and give him a pen. Yep. Which, by the way, is the only certified way to break up with someone is to give him a pen. <laughs> what kind of pen is it? I'd like I don't, to own I don't, it. I don't care, but it's great. <laughs> that should be in our next yeah. uh, museum Collectors. episode. Yeah. So she bra- they break up. He's destroyed by this. His friends give him the worst but best advice ever. Like they're total guy <laughs> friends. Like you got to find someone that looks just like her and, and like just terrible advice. And there's so many amazing, wonderful things in this movie. My favorite scene of the entire movie is when his three best friends who are girls are all sitting around and they're like, oh, can you believe like Diane Court? Like, can you imagine what, with Lloyd? And they all pause and they're like, yeah. I can't imagine that. It's like, these, lo- it's like the hype up music for you. Isn't I love it? this. I yeah. love this movie so yeah. much. I love this movie so much. So the reason I picked the moment as the boom box is because in my fantasy date, in my dream date, right? So did you screw up? Yeah, I, obviously. Okay. I screw, I, I took, in your dream date. A, a, in my dream date. But that's my dreams are very <laughs> jaded and they reflect reality. So she didn't like that you went to that party with no, her. No, I took my dream. I took Elizabeth's shoe. She ran off out to dinner, Wil- out to dinner, Wills. out to dinner. And she had an allergic reaction and acted a little crazy. Then I took her over to Gary and Wyatt's place. Really not Gary and Wyatt's place. I took, him to, took her to the party. All hell broke loose, but we had a beautiful time and we cemented our passion with each other. And then the next morning, she realized she'd made a horrible mistake because her dad called her and said, I can't believe that you're out with this guy, Mo Shapiro. What are you doing? And she left me a pen. I then hopped in my Ferrari or Porsche, whichever <laughs> I chose to took from Gary and Wyatt's house. I followed her no, everywhere. That's your Malibu, man. That's your castle. Yeah, there you go. Right. But I was using weird science. I know. Yeah, I just want to make sure you're with yeah. me. And I go to her house and I take my boom box out and, and I say to hell with being tough. To hell with hiding my emotions. To hell with the bad advice that Gary and Wyatt gave me or Chet. Chet probably just said, shake it off, you, you nerd, or something like that. You greasy pork sandwich. Right, yeah, it's a greasy. Oh, God. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Uh, stop. Oh, <laughs> you're going to make me puke. <laughs> I, 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 I deserve that, though, for when you were dying on the episode. And yeah. I was like, I was like oh, and you were like, stop doing that or I'm going to throw up right now. So I go after her and I take out my boombox and I play that song. And the significance of that to me is the vulnerability letting, you know, Chris, the babysitter know that I'm not going to treat her like that. Richard that, uh, what was his license plate? Too cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was something awful <laughs> like that. Although I do like that license. Bradley plate. Whitford. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley Whitford. It's the guy who's the evil guy from. Oh, uh, oh I know. Billy Madison. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's also the dad from Get Out. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I voted for Obama twice. <laughs> You're like, God, I hate this guy. It's unreal. <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's my play. That's my moment. It's is, good. Get the boombox up there. And yes, it doesn't get her to run out of her house into my arms, but it plants the seeds for us to have a long-term beautiful relationship. Is that going to bleed into your kiss? Oh, don't you worry about okay. my kiss. <laughs> my kiss is on your list. It is? It's a hollow notes. I know, I know it is. Do you? No, I didn't. Because my kiss is on your list. should be on your lips. It makes more sense. No. It's kiss, on a kiss. list of the best things in life. That's It's on your list of the best things. Do you I, have that list? What is best in life? <laughs> your <laughs> kid, your kiss? Of the no, woman. no. It's it's crush your enemies. Frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt. And snakes <laughs> and running your horses. <laughs> That's, I, you know, they say when you podcast, you should be careful about throwing back too many episodes. But they're, when you do things like that, they are so funny to me. It takes everything in me to hold it together and move forward. People just want to know we're having a good time. We're, they don't well, we're to, having a good they time. They don't even know the joke. Because we're having a good time. Having a good, good time. time. Supersonic something in my, I don't know. Max. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> all right, come on. All right, what do you got? What's your moment? I already did my moment. What was I already forgot? I was stupid. <laughs> it was I'm uh, such a jerk. Moonstruck. I'm here for myself. I don't even know that you're here. I was at a, ta- a family table yeah. proposing love and good. marriage. It was good. Well, Wait, does that take us to our last one? It does. Oh, man. Am I up first? You are. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so when you asked me about the kiss, that was reasonable. Yeah. All right. So it's here. Max, it's time to talk about the last category. I am up first, and it is the kiss. And the kiss is special. The kiss, not the first kiss, the kiss, the the monumental one, not yep. the quick pick, peck on the cheek or, you know, I'm trying to make someone jealous, but the real like we're both yeah, yeah. feel the love. You don't want the butt out. You want like contact. Yeah. Contact like Jodie Foster contact. I mean, I don't like that movie. I don't either. That's a lie. I actually love that movie. Really? Yeah, I really do. I think it was unfairly criticized. But anyways, Max, the kiss. <laughs> I'm about to throw you the biggest curveball ever in honor of Top Gun Maverick that had us believing something the whole movie and then ripped the carpet out from underneath our feet at the end. You're not going to pick I'm about to, I'm about to do that. I'm about to do that for you right now. I'm not picking uh, McG- Kelly McGillis at all. McGillis. McGillicuddy. <laughs> so I continue my date. I played uh, the my moment. I played uh, Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes. Yep. And uh, Chris from Ventures in Babysitting, played by Elizabeth Shue, finally relents and says, I want to be with you. And... The, the whole time we're together, you know, I've really, I, I, I'm in love with her. So I decided to take all of the money that I've saved to go to college and buy her a pair of diamond earrings. Oh. And I buy her these pair of diamond earrings and I have this incredible date with her. And at the end, I learned that as much as I thought I loved Chris, as much as I thought Elizabeth Shue was the right woman for me, she wasn't. The all right, this the, for nothing? The right woman for me was my best friend Watts <laughs> all along. <laughs> You know it, my friends. Some kind of wonderful Mary Stuart Masterson as Watts. I turn around, run after her. She's bawling and crying, and we kiss, and the kiss is so significant because I had chased what I thought was what I wanted, but when what I really wanted was there the whole time, oh and it was God, Watts. cornball. And that is my dream 80s date. Elizabeth Shue could be like a warmonger, and you still wouldn't <laughs> give her up. Know. You know, can she I, can be I, a puppy kicker. can I tell you something? You know that and that's why I purposely stayed away from talking about yeah, yeah, some, some kind, kind of wonderful, wonderful. you she, know, the only person that goes neck and neck. She's one B though. Uh, for you, I, she is one B, Yeah, but that's the whole point. Okay. <laughs> you, look, Amanda Jones, Amanda Jones. Do you remember Amanda Jones in the locker room? Amanda Jones is Elizabeth Shue, Leah Thompson, the beauty, the perfection, the everything. And that's what he thinks he wants. That's what 
Keith Nelson, Eric Stoltz. I'm Eric Stoltz. <laughs> okay. First, I get thrown off of Back to the Future. I get stuck in this movie, yeah. and I and I think all I want is Amanda Jones. And and I'll tell you what, you can't beat the line at the end of this movie. She looks at him and says, "So how do they look?" And he responds, "You look good wearing my future." Oh, that's good. And while that's going on, you know what music is playing? You probably didn't even remember in this. In your eyes, by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, it is a cover of Elvis's Can't Help Falling in Love with You. Oh, that's a good song. By the Lick the Tins. A Cockney band. <laughs> I can't sing it at all, but it, like if you listen to the whole song, it's just really good. It's like 500 miles. I would, would walk, walk five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a romantic song. No, you know what? Let me hold on a second. Let me, let me tell you Lick the Tins in case you want to pick up their CD. An English mid to late 1980s Celtic folk rock indie band from London. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I thought that was nice. <laughs> uh, and I got to tell you, I was really, really, really torn on this because I think the default answer when you're talking about like best kiss ever. Princess Bride? Yeah. Yeah. You know, since the invention of the kiss, there have been five kisses that were rated the most passionate and the most pure. This one left them all behind. Do you really want Fred Savage criticizing your kiss though? No. While he's in bed? No. <laughs> I don't want With that. his grandpa? Yeah. yeah. With, but it uh, is beautiful. What's his name? Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your daddy, baby? Didn't we? Did we do recasting the Princess Bride? We did. Yeah, who, we, kinda, did, we, who did we, we made fun of him. Who did we recast? Did I? Did I do Dangerfield? I didn't do Burgess Meredith. I thought I did Burgess Meredith. Yeah, for, you think uh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> you do Burgess Meredith. Grandson, <laughs> get up! <laughs> get up! You're not sick. <laughs> so stupid. It's not as stupid as Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, jeez, I swear, these guys, they're kissing, <laughs> pirates and adventures, marriage. All right. This, this was a good, this was a unique twist to the ending. I thought you would appreciate it. Yeah, I gave good. you a little, what's the guy's name from Seven? I'm <laughs> like, Shyamalan, I gave you a little. Seven? That's not Seven. That's not seven. That's, I was thinking of. That's Six Sense. Six that's where my head's at. Oh, good. All right, Max. Finish out the show. What do you got for your kiss? Okay. Couldn't so, be as weird as what I did. So kissing's important. Kissing's important. It is. It's my favorite moment is the first kiss of any relationship ever. My favorite's the last. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know. There's something about it. It's like. Keep the change, you filthy animal. So, I got to shut up. Go. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because I was a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I was a nerd in high school. What? Yeah. Shut your mouth. So didn't kiss anyone until I was like 18. So. <laughs> Is that real? I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Jesus, man. Kiss people since then. Yeah, you have. A kid, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Pete Davidson. <laughs> All right, so I've gotten Holly Hunter now. Yeah. Producer. Let's walk through this. You, yeah. you you picked up Holly Hunter from Broadcast News. I did. That's your that's your dream girl. Took her to a French restaurant. Of course. Where, it's the 80s. Yeah, where she showed up my ex. Yep. And wore Chippendale's outfit. Chippendale's outfit. And ate lobster like from it was the going flash out dance. Yep, <laughs> From the movie Flashdance. And then. She kidnapped you. Yes. And then she took me Melanie on. Melanie Griffith and uh, Jeff Daniels. What's the movie Something called wild. again? Something wild. And she took me on this kind of wild ride of a high school reunion, but also stealing stuff and cars and all this fun stuff. And then Moonstruck style. I asked her to be my wife yep. in front of her whole family. Okay. Her grandpa cried. Yep. Adorable. No, no snap out of it. No slap. That's okay though. <laughs> yeah. Now you're engaged. I'm engaged. <laughs> I had to drop her off because I got to go to work. To understand. Okay. So my job, I don't want to brag, but I'm a janitor at a health club <laughs> and I only weigh 98 pounds. I'm like, I'm very like, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <Macy's>. Sweet. <laughs> Let me get through it. I can't wait. <laughs> I hope people listening know what you're talking about. It's so good. I'm sorry. I'm shutting up. This is so good. And then, you know, I come across a couple patrons who happen to kill children with their cars. Yes. And their their women love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they see me as kind of a nerd. So they throw me in, oh, out the window. Yeah. And I get 
I hit toxic waste. What? what? Yeah. So I become <laughs> the toxic Avenger. <laughs> My eyes all over to the side. This movie, by the way, if anyone hasn't seen it, it's like Grand Theft Auto had a movie. Yeah. It's just the most violent, ridiculous. When you saw this for the first time, you called me and you were like, what, what, how did this, how is this legal? Yeah. 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 It seems like something that would be shown in like a dirty basement. <laughs> Like not a not a movie theater. It's like a, it's like a, a snuff film. Is that what you're referring to? Kind of a they, little bit. They pop a kid's head like a zit with oh, a car. That's good. Anyway, so during this time period, <laughs> I mean, I need to heal from being the toxic Avenger to sure. my skin. Sure. Holly Hunter's gone blind. Right. Because <laughs> you what, were engaged, so she remembers you prior to that when yeah, you were engaged. Yeah. So that's good. She's gone blind, unfortunately. Mm. But she wants some tacos, so she goes to a taco <laughs> place, and an entire mob of people. I mean, and some robbers <laughs> walk in and just start blasting away. Watching, watching you explain the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> this is such an outrageous first kiss pick. You deserve to have to go through this. So they murder her seeing eye dog. Yes. Shotgun to the <laughs> side. <laughs> Poor girl. She's blind and now her dog's dead. Yep. And it looks like she's about to die or something bad's going to happen. But I come in. Yeah. And I save the day. With your droopy eye. Yeah. And I like put them through all the milkshake grinders and it's gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> and this builds romance. <laughs> this is love. I just want, I just want, I just want you to know this is your dream date. Yep. Your dream date ends with you with a droopy mutated eye. Yeah, but she's blind. She doesn't know. Yep, it's true. Yeah. This is a high school. I think there's a lesson here. Love is blind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. After that, we get a sweet montage of dates, sunset walks, picnics with champagne, where she pops the cork and hits my crotch. Kind of funny. And she's finally, she's all dressed up. Hair is blown out, 80s style. (laughs) And she feels my face. And she goes, well, Max, you're beautiful. You're a beautiful person. And I melt. And then she feels my chest. She goes, you're so muscular. It's been two years since I've touched a man. So, I mean, that, that you just want to hear that. That's just nice, I guess. You are you are legit. This is legitimately your dream date. Yeah. So he, I start steaming, actually. Yes, of There's course. steam coming steam, out of, of me. Of course. And Chemical I go, reaction. I go, what's this feeling? I've never felt this before. <laughs> Leans in. Lips connect. It's beautiful. It gets a little less PG after that, but then she makes me breakfast with eggs and she's like breaking eggs and stuff. And we designed my home and we hula hoop together. That's I'm <laughs> I'm tearing up because it's so beautiful. It it was a Max, weird. What, what the hell is your backup? <laughs> I want to know what you passed over to do the Toxic Avenger uh, against all odds. Okay, Jeff Bridges yeah, yeah. on a beach, yeah. just kind of like you mean like a normal you know scenario. Yeah, yeah. Hula Lagoon would have been good too. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, Max. <laughs> well, I am uh, I am speechless. <laughs> I don't even Toxic Avenger made its way in here. It's unbelievable. We haven't talked to any Toxic Avenger. There's a reason. Uh, <laughs> and I think you showed what it is. Max, we just identified our 80s dream date. And I hope that Holly Hunter and Elizabeth Shue had a good time. Not Elizabeth Shue. I mean, uh, Mary Stuart Masterson or Watts, as I like to call her. So let me pose something for you. Oh, what if there's an option three where you could date both of them? I don't know, man. That's a. It's a lot of 80s love. I don't know if I have that much to give. It's like Seinfeld. I can't be that guy. I mean, what's the deal? I need to get new velvet robes oh. and new lighting. I can't be that guy. Max, I am confident in saying that this episode is over and it's time to go to the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. <laughs> Max, today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is Andy, who currently resides in Bulgaria. Yeah. Is this the furthest 
fan spotlight that we've ever had on the show. I think so. All right. He is a avid fan of the show, listens to all the episodes. He's on our social media, talks with us on Instagram. We had some Top Gun arguments. Yeah. Respectful arguments. Oh, yeah. He brought yeah. the he brought the heat. Yeah. He wasn't willing to just let you call things cheesy. He wanted to. I'm kidding. I'm just no, no, still he, bringing yeah. up the cheesy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked him, and this is a weird question. You know, we just said, like, tell us about your 80s movie crush. Uh, so I, I'm kind of curious what he went with, who he went with, and how he phrased it to not sound like a stalker, like your old buddy Mo. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear what Andy had to say. Uh, favorite crush from the 80s. Does Jessica Rabbit count, or was she the 90s? I can't remember if she was the 80s or 90s. When was Roger Rabbit? Early 90s. I'll need to check. Anyway, I've been given that answer for 25 years because nobody can get upset with you when you're talking about a cartoon character. It's only when you start talking about real people you can get in trouble. Plus, if you put a if you put a Jessica Rabbit sticker on your MacBook case, that's not as creepy as putting as running around with a "I love Elizabeth Shoe" T-shirt. That kind of gets starting to get a bit weird if you if you do stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, Jessica Rabbit. That's. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, Jessica Rabbit's a totally legit call, number yeah. one. And number two, um, I take offense to his comment about wearing a t-shirt that says, I love Elizabeth Shue. If anybody wants to send me a shirt like that, I would, I would absolutely wear it. I would totally wear it. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Uh, it's a good pick, man. I mean, Jessica Rabbit, man. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember? This is so funny. It's unbelievable that's in a kid's movie. It, it is. And the funny thing is, in classic kids movie fashion, there are jokes that at the time I didn't get, but the one scene where with one of the weasels is sticking his hand down Jessica Rabbit's cleavage and that snap, that like snare grabs his hand and they're like booby trapped. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. so funny. And you I know, didn't even think of it. You know, who voices are. Yes. Uh, Catherine, not Catherine. Close. Uh, Kathleen. Kathleen Turner. Thank yeah. You. Kathleen Turner. Humana, 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 humana. You know what happens when you can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you so know she, what she sounds like now. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is great in this, and you know how much I love doing the, remember me, Eddie? <laughs> yes, I know. You when do. I killed your brother, I looked just like this. <laughs> well, you've. You've killed all the romance of this. Episode. I've killed the romance. Do you want to go back to your toxic Avengers? It's a, a beautiful wait. moment. Yeah. This magic moment. When your lips are close to mine. Right? You're, you've been doing a lot of singing tonight. Yeah, I know. Well, not singing, just monotone. Terrible. Moment. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. <laughs> so, Andy, thank you for your feedback. And we agree with you. Jessica Rabbit yep. is a banger of a choice. Oh, who would be your least? <laughs> like, who would you? Who would be? Done. You already know. I don't even have to answer. You oh, Adrian. Know. Adrian Balboa. from Rocky. Yeah. Rocky 3. Yeah. Because I can't talk about Rocky 1 or Rocky 2. Yeah. Adrian Balboa with yeah. the wettest of all wet blankets. I go Ursula. She's my Amber Heard. Like, yeah. I want nothing to do with <laughs> Stepped on a bee. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Max, that wraps the episode. Don't forget. At buzzinthetower.com on all social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, on Spotify. Leave a review, leave stars. Patreon.com slash buzzinthetower if you want to join our Patreon. And buzzinthetower.com if you want officially licensed merchandise. Feel free to hop in as well. And on that note, Max... I got nothing else. What do you have? Cue the Peter Gabriel. I think that's a good way to end. Yeah. A little in your eyes? Yeah. Done. Your eyes, the light, the heat. Your eyes, I am complete. Your eyes, see the doorway. Your eyes, a thousand churches. Your eyes, resolution. Your eyes, of all You're still here? It's over.
Go home. Go.